Welcome to the True Identity Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Hausman. I am a certified life coach who specializes in dating and relationships, a published author, and a certified athletic trainer. This podcast episode is a little different. I did an Instagram Live with my friend Jess Dahl, and this episode is a recording of that Instagram. We talk about singleness, dating, how I got into relationship and dating coaching, and how I thought I was going to be working with a different demographic until I joined Jess's mastermind. It's called Dreams to Reality. So we talk about how I got into the space that I'm in, helping singles navigate the dating world and thrive in their singleness, and how her mastermind helped me get to where I am today. So that is what you're going to be listening to. It's Jess and I on Instagram Live. She interviewed me. It was super fun, and I wanted to share it with you here. But first, before I do that, I want to share that I am now offering one-on-one coaching. That's right. If you are looking for one-on-one coaching to help with singleness, dating, relationships, whatever it is, I'm your girl. I'm here to help you. It can be a really tough world navigating the dating scene and just being content and thrive in singleness. Trust me, I've been there. I know what it's like to try to navigate all of that and it's really tough. So I also had a dating coach and now that is why I want to be a dating relationship coach for people like you because it was so helpful for me to have that. I learned so much in the process. I learned a lot during my singleness, things to focus on, not what not to focus on. And so I want to help like I want to help you. If this is something that you're interested in, you can go to my website nikkihausman.com. There is a coaching tab there. I offer a free 20-minute consultation. So if you want to just talk to me, see if this is something that would interest you, we can do that for free. No charge to you. We can just chat, see if this is a good fit for you and for me to be in a coaching relationship, and we can go from there. So I wanted to share that with you before I we dive into this Instagram Live. I also want to share that Jess is opening another season of her mastermind, Dreams to Reality. So if this is something that is of interest to you, if you are looking to start your own business, start a nonprofit, and you need the guidance and the coaching to help you get off your feet and get that moving, she's your girl. Go to her website, jessdoll.com, and she has a Dreams to Reality link there. I will put this in the show notes for you, so you can get, click that link if this is something you're interested in. So now, here it is, Instagram Live with Jess Doll. <laughs> Good, how are you? This is fun. <laughs> So 
so crazy. super fun <laughs> and amazing. I love it. Yay. I know. So um, cool. Yeah. So I was actually just telling everybody before you hopped on about how cool it was, the story of, you know, you were an athletic trainer, uh, life coach, all that kind of stuff, and you wanted to start a coaching business again, and you thought that it was going to look the same, and, you know, also had those doubts of, like, is this thing even going to work, and, um, and then, of course, joined the mastermind, and through that process, you got the clarity yourself of, oh, whoa. Like, what the heck? I'm supposed to help people with this? I'm supposed to help people with dating and singleness and, like, preparing for, like, their life partner to come? Like, that's kind of crazy, not what you thought at all. But it, like, mm-hmm. felt so real and aligned in what you really were supposed to do and create to do when you had people actually coming more to you for that. So, one, I would love to... You know, because I, I was also your friend in your life when you were looking for a person. <laughs> it was like, where the heck is this person at? And that can be, that can just be tough. It's yes. tough, like, when you have no idea and that you're desiring that life partner. So, one, share maybe, like, you know, that process for you of, like, the reality of, like, your desire to be in a relationship and share a few things that like you were doing that obviously weren't working at the time but you were like okay I'm gonna try anyway so what was some of that process like for you I know that was a total loaded question but (laughs) I'm here for it yes yeah so I I think when I was I mean for any girl when I was younger like I just knew I wanted to be married. I've even had people say like, wow, this is a desire you've had for a very long time. And so it wasn't until like when I was really in my 20s that I was like, I really want to make this happen. And I think like being in college too, a lot of people meet their spouse in college. And so I was really hopeful that that would happen for me and it didn't. And I think just like, over time, I realized like, wow, I this is taking a lot longer than I was expecting. I had this plan that I was going to be married by 26 and have kids before I was 30. And look, I'm 35 and I just got married. <laughs> so yeah, all I have to say, don't plan for the thing like so hard that, you know, you're like, oh, this is going to happen this way because I was very... I had high expectations that didn't happen, but I think during that time, I was so focused on finding someone that I don't think that was a healthy way to approach it, that in every situation, I was like, ooh, is that my husband? Is that my husband? Or I'd meet somebody and be like, oh, he could be a potential partner for me. And when I had that mindset, I think it it just messed me up because I was so focused on that, that I wasn't open or looking for other opportunities that weren't related to a partner. And once I realized that, I think that was a huge shift for for me and realized, hey, I can accomplish so much in my singleness. Like this is the time to do all the things that I wanted to do, you know, and just... I 
and so I changed my mindset in that time of was and was like, okay, I need to just focus on myself, focus on my relationship with God because I'm a believer and that's really important to me. And so once I had this mind shift, I was like, okay, I think, uh, I mean, and then it still took a lot of time, but I grew a lot in the process. <laughs> okay, so what was, because I mean, even to your point where it's like, it takes a lot of time, you can have the thought of like, okay, this isn't working anymore. Like, what was that thing for you that you're like, okay, like I have to do something about it. It's not happening the way that I want it. So how were you able to, I guess, change your mindset? And then what were some of the things that you were able to do to, I guess, enjoy your singleness or like, you know, be the best version of yourself because you did some cool stuff like while you were single. So what helped you in that process? I think a lot of it was my, like just having people supporting me through that process. And yes, I had a lot of friends who were getting married and in relationships, but they were very supportive of me and just they were encouraging and saying, hey, this is going to happen for you one day. Like, don't lose hope. Um, I think I, yeah, I just realized that, you know, my time will come and maybe it's not now. And so I just need to live my life to the fullest. And so I, you know, I went on an 11 month Christian missions trip traveled the world. I was like, I need to travel. I wrote a book, started a podcast. I did all these things. And I think my realization was I need to, I can't just be looking around for this person. Like I, or whoever my spouse is, yes, that I need to be open and I need to be receptive if anything were to happen. But I think the yeah, I think it was just more of like, I, I don't know, it was just like a realization, like, what am I doing? What am I doing with my life? Like, why am I so focused on this? Yes, this is a desire of mine. And I had a lot of prayers like, God, if this isn't for me, take it away. <laughs> and, but he didn't. So I was like, okay, so it's gonna happen. But I think also like going to God and he every single day would say, do you trust me? And just ask me like, do you trust me? And then I would reflect and be like, Obviously, the way I'm living my life, I'm not trusting him, and I just need to pursue the things that I enjoy. So I think it was a lot of like internal reflection for me. It was a lot of going to God, because that's just what I do um, in times of need and worry, which is something I, you know, just have grown up doing, and have learned from people over time. So, and being a woman of faith, that's huge for me. So I think that. A lot of internal reflection, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, it sounds, too, that from all that you said, one, a big piece is, like, acceptance. Yes. And I think a lot of stuff that's, like, really, really hard for us to do is just to accept where we are. And that's massive and huge where, like, you know, I mean, you're thinking, okay, this is a big desire of my heart, so you're living into the future. You're mm-hmm. living into this future of, like, it's going to happen, and so, like, I have to be on guard and alert, da 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 da, da. Yet, the reality today is it's just not there, and so what's the reality today? I need to accept that here's exactly where I am, and even if it's going to happen, you can still have almost this, like, belief system and that faith that you talk about, where it's like, I believe wholeheartedly. I have complete faith. Like, I know God's, like, real, and I trust. And at the same time, I need to accept today. Mm-hmm. And today's worries are enough for today. 
tomorrow. I'm going to go ahead and, you know, worry about tomorrow. And um, I think as humans, we, like, want to cling on to what's sure, you know? And we all deal with it. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. Like, I was just dealing with something, too, and having to, like, it's like a daily surrender process Mm -hmm. of, like, oh, man, this is where I was so attached, you know? Attached to the outcome, attached to, like, what it has to look like, attached to, like, our own plan, like, what you talk about. And realizing that, like, oh, wow, it probably will happen one day, and I could be taking away from the beautiful journey of what it is. Because imagine if you, like, force something, you'd probably be with a different person, or, like, who knows? (laughs) Who knows? totally different, (laughs) and it's crazy to think that, right? Yeah. It's so crazy to think that. It's like, whoa. And so, yeah, so that's a huge thing. And then you brought up about this, almost this, like, wake-up call of what am I doing with my life? Mm-hmm. It's like we all have to come to a light bulb moment in our life. I think that's the thing is you said personal reflection, and a lot of people don't allow themselves to get into personal reflection because we're kind of afraid of what's really there because if you, like – finally have some sort of awareness or like a moment you then have to do something with it or if you see something become aware of something you don't like then mm-hmm. we have to do something about it but we don't like to deal with the the icky pieces of ourselves we're like no I just want to like keep going you know we all have our different vices whether it's like good or not seen as good whether it's working too much but, oh hey baby I love it Jess um whether it's alcoholism whether it's social media whether it's smoking whatever it might be it's like there's something there that we want to distract ourselves Mm -hmm. rather than going internal to get to the reality of just like what's happening and so I think you just getting to that point of wait what am I doing with my life Mm -hmm. like yes this person I want them to come and yes I actually still believe that they will But, like, what do I like to do? Like, I have to still live my life. I have to still, you know, what am I doing? I'm, like, wasting my life in worry and, like, frustration and all this stuff where then you chose really cool things. Like, you're like, I'm going to go travel the world. I'm going to take a year and do that. How many people do that? I'm going to go ahead and write a book. You know, I'm going to go ahead and start a podcast. Like, these things that you just wanted to do that are, like, dang, that's amazing. And looking back, you could be like, I'm proud of myself. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm so proud of myself. So what would you tell people if they're in that place now of, um, you know, they've come to acceptance and like, how would you, I guess, guide people into a light bulb moment of, for themselves of like, oh, well, what am I doing with my life? Mm -hmm. And like their light bulb moment, you know? Yeah, I think, like you said, it's a really scary, very scary territory because sometimes we don't want to tap into those emotions and where we're currently at in our life. And so to help someone like get there, I would have them sit in in the moment and just reflect and write and ask them questions like, where is your heart right now? What are some desires of your heart? And, you know, like those are some things that, like you said, we can get to those things, but it may not be in the moment, but it doesn't just have to be a relationship. It could be like, yeah, what is the desire of your heart for, you know, whether it's traveling or whether it's, I don't know, doing a triathlon or something like that. It could be anything, you know, like what are those desires in your heart 
that you really want to accomplish and grow in yourself. Like another area for me was I wanted to be more in tune with my emotions. And that is something that I dealt with um, in my singleness too, like going to therapy and having to coach myself and just really having someone ask me those tough questions and guide me through that. So I think it's so important to walk with someone during this process. And I think that's kind of like going into why I wanted to do this was because I needed that and I had that in a portion of my singleness and I wish I had it throughout the whole time, (laughs) you know? And so, yeah, I think it's just a lot of, you know, taking the moment to sit down and really reflect on where you are, where you want to be, and like, what are the steps you're going to take to get there and to grow? Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah, that's good that you mentioned too that it's like, okay, you want to help people with this now because that's something that you needed, right? Mm -hmm. Like you needed somebody, you wish that you would have had somebody walk you through this stuff rather than learning all the (laughs) crazy ways or the hardships or whatever. And I relate to that. That's why I created the Dreams Reality Mastermind where I'm like, dang, if I had a place and I didn't have to learn how to create these five different businesses or nonprofits through all the weird, crazy rabbit hole ways, but there was like a space to do this in that's so real, so authentic with like-minded people, all the stuff then like, whoa, that would have transformed my life through a lot of like hardship. And we just, and that's where I think if people can look at their own life and they're like, oh, what is either something, it's either something that that you had in your life that really helped you that you want to help people with Mm -hmm. or something that you wish that you would have had that has, you know, that you want to guide people through now. So I love that that's something for you. And well, too, I guess, how did you get to that? Because I know, even when you came to the mastermind, you, you were pretty set on like, you know, this um, life coaching, um, athletic type coaching realm. And then it was, I don't know, maybe like a month in or a few weeks in or something. And like, it just all flipped. And you were just like, wait, that was not what I was expecting. <laughs> so what was a big moment for you? Because I think this happens to everyone where it's like, you think that goes in with the personal reflection of what you were talking about, where mm-hmm. it's, until you take the time to sit in it, you don't know like what you're going to go out and do. So what was a big thing for you that you realized or what was a big aha moment that was like, Oh wait, this is what I'm supposed to do right now. Well, first off, I tried to pursue the working with athletes as a life coach and I just, I didn't have any doors open for me. I had no connections really. It was just kind of like a dead end. So I did try to scope it out and then I realized like, Hey, I'm actually, a lot of people reach out to me about relationships. And I think also because I have shared my story about being single for for a long time, for over a decade of wanting it, and finally getting married just this year. And yeah, so I think a lot of, I realized like more people are reaching out to me for that than for the coaching or like the athlete aspect of it. I mean, don't get me wrong, I feel like I do still want to work with athletes in that capacity, but I don't think it's right now. I'm just going after like what is prevalent right now and what is coming up right now. And I think I had that problem before. I wanted to help everyone. Like I was I had all these different people that I wanted to help and I realized I really have to be specific 
and just focus on those people. And then later on, maybe that will come with the athletes. But for now, I just have to give that up and <laughs> focus on the dating and relationships. Yeah, love that. And so, okay, so for you, though, what do you think was, because I remember in, in your story, I mean, you tried all the things, even your dad getting you dating, a dating coach. A matchmaker. <laughs> I remember you calling me, and you're like, just so embarrassing. <laughs> you want to find me dating coaching. <laughs> That's going to be a problem when your dad does it. Right? He was like, you turned 30, and we need to step it up. You're not married yet. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, one, okay. So talk about pressures from, like, society, family, everyone. So first, maybe talk about that, too, because I think, like, you experience that to max, where it's like, dang, okay, there can be all these pressures to make it feel like it needs to be now, or what are you doing with your life, or what's wrong with you, or even if they don't say that, you feel that way. Oh, yeah. So share a little bit about that for you, because anybody that could be in the same boat, especially if you're getting a little bit older, and mm-hmm. it's like, man, what is wrong with me? Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think it first started out with guys would tell me I'm intimidating. And I was like, well, shoot, <laughs> like this is terrible. So, yeah, I just, be- I was... I don't know. I'm just very independent. I like to accomplish goals. And so, yeah, when people are like, oh, you're really intimidating and (laughs) I don't know if I can hang with you. I'm like, well, clearly you're not someone I want to be with. (laughs) But that and then also just like seeing, you know, I I remember going to my friend's weddings and people coming up to me and they're like, well, when is it going to be your turn? Why aren't you married yet? And I just, it's really hard when you, when someone asks you that. And I mean, I, I learned to respond like in God's time. And then that would actually shut them up because they're like, whoa, that was a weird response. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, yeah. I mean, I'm going to go with that in God's timing. This is not the right time. But then I think, so yeah, dealing with all the pressures is really, is difficult. Um, I think I kind of just like brushed those to the side a little bit and it was I think my dad like we mentioned I think I mean obviously that was the biggest one when I turned 30 and my dad was like okay you're not married you have no kids you're not even dating anyone we need to do something about that and I at first was like whoa dad like coming on a little strong But I took time to think about that, and I realized, like, he truly cares about me. He loves me, and he even told me, he's like, Nikki, you're worth it, and I love you, and I just want you to be happy. He kept saying, I want you to be happy, which I was like, what makes you think I'm not happy right now? But (laughs) anyway, so I just took that as, okay, there's someone in my life who wants to help me, And is going to pay for this thing. So why not? Like, why not give it a try? Why not try this matchmaker? Who knows what can come from it? And, I mean, in my story, I share how I had this matchmaker and I never got a single date, which is wild. But I learned a lot about myself (laughs) in that process. (laughs) 
Oh my gosh, it's so funny. But anyway, yeah, I think so just like like back to what you said, like dealing with all the pressures. It's what you make of it. Like if you if someone to ask you those questions and you're really like, um, you know, get down in the dumps about it, I think you need to check your heart and check your mind and say like, hey, where am I at? That's like one thing I really want to help singles with is to be able to thrive in singleness, be content. I wish there was like a different word for that, but be content in your singleness and not like I've, I've talked with singles who say that they aren't like, it's hard for them to be happy for their friends when their friends get married. And that was never the case for me. I was always really happy for them. Even though at those weddings, I had people ask me when it was going to be my turn. I think it's just your outlook on life and your perspective and just, yeah, I'm just realizing, you know what? It's not my time. I mean, yeah. So I think that's kind of how I dealt with the pressures. Mm, yeah, that's good. It's so true because it's like that comparison can creep in so easily, Yeah. especially when you get older too, where it's like, man, one, your own expectations of, okay, I thought that my life was going to look this way and it's mm-hmm. not. So you feel the pressure from yourself. And then you see all your friends and they, whatever, and they look happy, they're so in love, they all this stuff, and you're like, oh, you like, because you really long for like that love, you long for that companionship, it's not just about the person, it's like what you long for to experience and to feel in life, and you're like, man, and then from family or whoever, close ones that you get that and comparison from, so to that point, it's, it's the... And that can be relatable in all areas of life mm-hmm. where it's like, yeah. what is your perspective, right? It's like, I don't remember what, uh, you either, my sister made me some sort of painting years ago. She's like, this is so you, but it's some sort of, you either focus on the obstacle or you focus on the opportunities and it's mm-hmm. one or the other, you know, there's two types of people and you see this as an obstacle or you see it as an opportunity and the opportunity is how can I like make the most of my life? You know, how can I love my life to the fullest? How can I love myself so deeply that when I'm with this person, whoa, we are just going to be this power couple because I love myself, my life, and then we just join each other, and then we get to share it with each other. Yeah. And Or you have the other way, and it's like, oh, I'm so lonely. Who cares about me? I'm no one. I'm so broken. I'm so this, I'm that. It's, you know, so yeah, I mean, yes, it can be tough. I'm not saying it's like rainbows and butterflies if you see it as an opportunity, <laughs> But it's definitely like a daily choice. It's mm-hmm. like, I have to do this today. Today, I'm going to choose to do what I love. Today, I'm going to choose to hang with my amazing friends. Like, mm-hmm. it's that, I think about, it's like a foundational piece of your life where it's like, who are like your your closest friends, right? Like the people that that come into your life that when, when you have your life partner come into, are these the people you really want to grow with? Right? Mm-hmm. Are they making you a better version of you? And are they going to grow you guys as a as a couple, as a unit? And, like, the activities you do. I, I know it's like you talked about, okay, well, I went and traveled around the world. I went and did this podcast, this book thing. You, you really do – you want to meet the like-minded people with doing what you love, right? Mm-hmm. If you are out – I mean, there's nothing wrong with, like, going to a bar, but, like – you're going to go there and you go there every single night, but you're just like hoping that you wished 
that somebody would go hiking with you. Like, why don't yeah. you spend more time hiking? Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, spend more time doing the things that you wish that, you know, you had in common with your partner. Mm-hmm. So, that's great. Yeah. And then I know you have your keys, um, your freebie. So, tell us a little bit about your keys that you've written up and, like, part of that process that you learned that are fundamental and how people can find those keys because I think too that even when you're in singleness if you're like okay well where do I even start or you're looking for someone or you're just like struggling um and this also could be like man I'm just curious more about like myself like why can't I let this go and I want to grow myself Mm -hmm. like this is the time to do that so yeah share more about those keys Yeah, so I made it six keys to attract a life partner, and I sat down when I created this and thought, what were those things that I needed to let go of, for one, or to step into when I was single, and man, I wish I had something like this when I was single, (laughs) just like an easy guide, like what? Yeah, so... I have six keys, and so in this freebie, in this guide, I go into detail about each key. I also have some journal reflections as well. Like, I briefly talked about that, just, like, reflection of, you know, like, number one is be open, and that can sound like, what, what does that mean? Of course, I'm open. I'm always looking around, but I go into detail about that of, like a personal experience about how I was very set on the person I thought I needed to be with, that I wasn't looking around to other possibilities. And as soon as I released those parameters I had, I met my husband, which is crazy. (laughs) But I was, yeah, I was so close-minded to a certain person. So in those reflections, it's just if you're not open or if you're holding on to certain things, what are those things and why would you be holding on to that? So in each key, I go into more detail about, you know, what what it is and how you can overcome those things and move on and get prepare yourself because ultimately, like you kind of touched on it, but I firmly believe that you need to be in a healthy place yourself in order to attract a healthy person. And like you said, like if you're, you know, you're happy for your friends and you're, you know, living life with this positive perspective, if you're have if you have this victim mindset of, you know, like why are bad things happening to me or why can't I ever meet this person, you're going to attract it's going to be a terrible relationship for one. And you're not going to attract that person that can make you better, can lift you up, can, you know, encourage you and make you a better person. And so with these six keys as well, I really want people to focus on themselves first and foremost of how can I be the best version of myself to be the best wife, to be the best husband one day. And that was also a mindset mindset shift that I had as well was well, in my singleness, I should start focusing on myself and how I can be the best version of myself so that I can be a good wife one day. And so part of these keys help with that. And I do have 
on my Instagram, on my profile, I have a link for that freebie. So you can just click on that, type in your email, and it'll be sent to you. So that's how you can get it. <laughs> Love it. Yay, yeah. go get it, you guys. And then I do want you to touch on, too, a little bit about, because I was also at your wedding. It's so beautiful. And <laughs> I do remember, you know, because we, we would talk about different guys or relationships different things and um yeah it's like when you're friends with somebody like you want the best for them you know and I mean I remember you talking about him and it did feel different it did mm. I also wasn't sure too I was like, I want to meet the guy you know <laughs> yes but like for you what do you feel was different about him that made you really intrigued to, oh, whoa, okay, like, this is not what I thought, but, like, I want to really press into this, because you were also the sure one, like, a lot of times it's on the other side, where, like, the man is the sure one, yep. and, like, the woman's like, oh, no, no. but, like, it was also, like, kind of flipped, where it, it happened a lot faster for you than for him, so share mm -hmm. a little bit about that, too, that was, you know, surprising for you. Yeah, so first off, I would say... So I, my husband and I met on a dating app, tried dating apps for many years and was very discouraged. And the last time, you know, you just, one more time, you keep saying that one more time and it's going to happen. <laughs> but for, for me, it eventually did after a very long time. But anyway, so I had talked to, you know, guys on apps, and I was always the one asking questions, and then it would just die off, and I'm like, do I answer my own question? Are you interested? Like, do you even care? So with my husband, when we started talking, he would ask me questions back, so that was the number one thing. I was like, I haven't talked to a single guy who has asked me questions and was actually interested. So that was the first very intriguing. I was like, okay, this guy's different. Like that was the first thing. And then we started talking on the phone. And first off, number one for me was I wanted to be with somebody who is a Jesus follower, who doesn't just call themselves a Christian, but actually lives out their life as a Christian. And he would start we would talk on the phone and he would share stories and he mentioned God and you know being out in creation and how he really felt God and all this stuff it's like wow that's really nice so I think it was just like the things that he said were really different than other guys and it really felt genuine I honestly like I think I have I can tell when people are being fake <laughs> and I don't know if that's just because yeah. I don't know if that's just because I'm like, you know, as I'm getting older, I'm like, I can really, I can, I can tell. So, and then the first time we met in person, it was just so easy. It was so easy to talk to him. And I saw Jesus in him. And I told him this later. I was like, when I saw you for the first time, I was like, whoa, this guy actually loves Jesus. And so these are the things that I'm like, okay, this, this guy's different. But I also want to say like in my singleness, I think because I did so much preparation and one of my prayers was, God, if, if this is the guy you have for me, make it so clear. 
And I think with, I prayed that for many years. And when I met my husband and all these things were popping up, I was like, wow. I And I think that's why I was so sure. Like you said, I was so sure is because of all the preparation, all the years of preparation. And then I was in front of this guy and was like, oh my gosh, this is it. This is the guy, which is crazy. <laughs> and he didn't want to admit it for like two years. <laughs> I had to wait for him and I knew I was like six months I was like this is it <laughs> oh my goodness so yeah all that to say that's that's how I knew okay cool <laughs> and then um so yeah so through that dating process then because it was like you were so sure and it could be both ways like maybe there's like a guy that's so sure and the girl's like not or you know, you were so sure and he wasn't, mm-hmm. that's got to be, like, not easy, right? Because you're like, okay, well, what do I do with this? It's like, I don't want to be also, like, the man where I'm, like, pursuing the dude, <laughs> but, like, I'm here, like, I want to, I'm not going to leave because you're not sure. Um, so how was that process for you where it was like, all right, well, I'm going to keep dating, I'm going to keep, you know, pressing in, and, because otherwise you could have that thing of, like, fine, if you're not sure about me, like, maybe it just doesn't work, Right. Mm-hmm. So what was that like? Yeah, I think I, I mean, I was just authentically myself and I think that kept surprising him. So even though I was really sure I would just be myself and he would be like that. I think that's why he stuck around. He said he was intrigued by me <laughs> and just how authentic I was and just being myself. And he's like, I told him, I was like, what you see is what you get. And I'm going to be very open and honest with you about everything. And he was the same way with me. So I think, yeah, just being myself, showing up as myself and realizing that I don't have to and shouldn't put on a show or put on a front of like, this is the person I want you to think that I am. But I was really myself. And um, I was going to say something else too, like totally forgot. (laughs) Um, I was like, I had like a moment of like, anyway, so (laughs) um, I think just also I, yeah, so I did find this out that he, I'd never told him that I was sure like I wanted to marry him, but he got a sense that I was. And later on, he told me he almost broke up with me because of that. And he, but then he said, like I said earlier, but he was like too intrigued by me to do that because he was like, there's something about a different about this girl. And so I need to stick it out. And actually, right before he proposed, I was questioning whether I should stay with him because (laughs) I was like, is this ever going to happen? Like, I feel like we're in a good spot but he kept saying you know like I need more time I you know and so I remember talking to one of my friends who at the time was helping him pick out a ring but I didn't know it and so I'm talking with her and telling her like hey I don't know what to do like I feel like we're just not going anywhere and she was like it was so hard for me to tell you to stick it out without telling you that he was gonna propose Oh, so I've made my mistakes too. Okay. I'm not perfect. (laughs) 
But I think just like with the being sure, I think it's also like, yeah, bringing your friends into it too. And, you know, I met his friends, he met my friends and really those trusted people in your life, like ask them like, hey, what do you think of this person? Do you think I should stick it out? Or do you think I should give it a try? Because I mean, if your friends truly love you, they will tell you when you need to go. Because I've had that experience too of like, I've had friends say, the hey, real friends. yeah, the real the, exactly. The real friends will be so like, I've had, I've had a couple, there, there was one really good friend of mine and she was going to marry this guy that I was like, so sure. To be honest, I was like, this is not going to work out. But so I was like, probably the one friend that was like, I will be with you and whatever you choose. But are you sure? Like, this is the man you're going for because look at this red flag and this thing and this thing. And I've mentioned all of them. And, you know, I mean, they went with it and they're divorced now. But I mean, oh my gosh. But just to say, wow. That like you actually trust Mm -hmm. that can see red flags that maybe you're too blinded to see and notice and be a friend that will actually like ask the hard questions mm-hmm. even if they go through with it like it could end up being the most incredible union and marriage ever or partnership but be the friend that asks the hard questions because we also like need the reality it's one of the biggest choices that we make in life yeah you know? and so also you your whole life with and be receptive like if you are the person receiving that be receptive to the because I did the same thing I told somebody not to marry someone And she didn't talk to me for years, but she didn't end up going through with the marriage. And later on, like now we have a relationship and she's like, I'm so happy that I didn't do that. And so it can be really hard too, like to be on that side where I'm like, I just lost somebody, but I knew that that is what I needed to say. And I, because I love and care about her and she needed to hear that, but it can be hard. So be receptive to those friends as well. And also let go if whatever whatever choice they make because we right. all have our own choice mm-hmm. as well. So like if you go and you bring it up and like they choose it, that's okay too. Like it's not your responsibility. Yeah. It's not any of that. But all in all, just be the friend that you wish that you that you yeah. had. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Ultimately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Um. Did I interrupt you? Were you? You were going to say something else. Were you going to say something else? I don't think... I think uh, that was what I was going to say about the friend being... Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. good. It's an exciting topic. Yeah. So do you have anything else that you want people to know as far as dating, as far as your singleness... Like, what would you tell people? Yeah. I mean, like I said it before, be yourself. Like, first and foremost, don't try to put on a show. Don't try to put on a front when you're dating somebody. Be yourself. And in singleness, just do the things that bring you joy. Do the things that you love to do, that you have been thinking about doing and you haven't done them yet. Like, now is the time to do those things. Like I said, travel, go do, I mean, I did all sorts of stuff. I like did triathlons and hiked big mountains and, you know, went on trips with my friends. 
So now is the time to do those things. And yeah, don't get discouraged and be content where you are. Be happy for your friends. Celebrate your friends because one day they will be there for you and they will be there to celebrate you. So just, yeah, don't lose hope and just, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. Yeah. So good. So yeah, go check out her profile. Um, go get her keys. And then if you want to be coached by her through singleness, through preparing for your life partner, through dating, all that kind of stuff, she's been there a long, long journey and, you know, now happily married and it's, it's beautiful to watch. And, um, so you also, what's, what's been your experience of the, of the mastermind? Because a lot of this stuff has been really fun to just like listen to and like watch you come more in the fullness of who you are, of owning your story and your life, as well as maybe fears and doubts, but then having courage and confidence in, like your story, who you are, what you've been through, how you can help others, all that kind of stuff. So share a little bit of like, you know, maybe who you were, how you were before. And now, you know, now just kind of where you're at, like, how have you felt in the process? Yeah. So, uh, the mastermind was the push that I needed. That's for sure. (laughs) Before I... I had started a coaching business before. It kind of died out a little bit. And so that left me very discouraged. And when you just approached me and was like, hey, I really feel like this is going to help you. I, it was hard for me to like accept that for some reason. I was like, I don't know. I don't like, I don't know if this is going to help me or not. But I'm glad I said the yes, because Yeah, I think just having your guidance and perspective, also being with other women who are discovering different parts about them too, I think was also, it's very helpful to be in a community like that where we all are there to support and encourage each other. And through the mastermind, yeah, I just, it was a lot of reflection. It's a lot of meditation. It's a lot of looking inward, which I think is so important because that's where the foundation is. And that is something I haven't really, I mean, like I've talked about, I have done lots of reflection, but I hadn't done it with my business yet. And so being in this mastermind really helped me to sit and reflect and bring and talk about my fears and talk about the discomfort and the things that I was really struggling with and being very vulnerable. Like I remember being in one of the meetings and I'm like talking about all this vulnerable stuff. And I was like, oh my gosh, what is happening right now? And you're like, yes, I love it. Keep it going. That's why we have this. And that was like, that was like a huge pivotal moment for me. I was in this mastermind in a safe environment where I could just share my feelings and where I was at. And everyone was so loving and encouraging. And from then on, I was like, okay, I got this. I can do this. And you've helped me create a plan and just take action on those plans. You're very just, yeah, just a huge encouragement and you check in on all of us, which is very nice. (laughs) So yeah, I love it. You all should, you should join. It's amazing. It's really going to help you with your confidence, with clarity of where you want to go and just a plan on how to get there.
Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, I love that because it's true. It's like, I think there's a lot of um, people look for, you know, we all want to find out like how to, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, cool. Like, how do I just make this business happen, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, like, absolutely. We're going to get to the how to, but we're also going to get to the meat of like, do you even really want this thing? <laughs> yes. Do you even believe that you can have this thing? Do you even believe that you're meant for it? Do you believe because whenever, you know, the clients come, whenever, like, the people come you're supposed to help, whenever you sell that service or that product or you create a movement or community or you go to serve other people, if you don't actually get to the foundational core things and believe it, then it's going to dwindle off, right? Mm -hmm. And even, you know, kind of to that point, like, how – you do one thing is how you do everything. And so it's like, we can keep going through life, whether it's in relationships, we're trying to find a spouse and we're just not taking care of ourselves, not doing the reflection, not trying to, you know, all that stuff. And then we do the exact same thing in our business. We're like, fine, I'm just going to create this thing. And you're filling whatever void. You're just trying to get something out into the world. You're looking for some sort of external validation rather than, internally and so it's so substantial and this thing whatever you create into fruition like what you're creating it's gonna last way longer like it is gonna be this like this place of joy where you're just like oh my gosh like I get to do this and like oh my gosh this stuff really changes people's lives oh my gosh and it's because you've done the work to get so clear on who you are, on what you want, on your mission, on all that stuff. And then when you do the how-tos, you actually want to do them. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we get so stuck in taking action because of exactly what we're talking about. You don't think you're worth doing it. You don't You don't even know if you want to. You don't even know if this is the right path. And so then you just, you're like, why can't I just do the thing? And it's like, well, we got to work through this first. And so people don't think about that type of stuff in in business. And so Mm -hmm. then you'll go ahead and you'll buy a course, you'll go through another program, and then you go through it. And then after the program, you don't even, you don't continue because it's like you haven't dealt with the inner world. So I love that you shared that because it's true. It's like we dig into the inner world, all Mm -hmm. those, all the things that you didn't even know was there possible to even go to. And then, <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. Oh my goodness. Yes. I'm like, wow, I didn't know that was in there, but I needed to deal with it in order to do what I'm doing now, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And then from there, you can help people with this pure heart, this place of like, dang, I've been there. I've dealt with that. I've resolved that. I've whatever. And then you come into the how to's, and man, then you can just like take massive action because you're just clear. You're like, okay, here we go. Now I add this. Now I add that. Now I add that. And when a fear pops up, you're like, oh, I've already dealt with that. Okay, awesome. Here we go. (laughs) So, no, I'm just, I love it. And I'm, and the cool part too is how everybody's doing different things. It's like you have your, Mm -hmm. your dating relationship coaching. There's other Mm -hmm. businesses, nonprofits, different things in there, which are beautiful because then you, everybody learns from each other. Like, ooh, I have this you know, this thing that I've tried before, or you encourage this person because they've been through that before, or, oh, there's this resource that I once, you know, really helped me, and this might help you during this time. And that's also really helpful, too, where if 
there's just something beautiful about like learning from all the different facets of life here mm-hmm. um, and truly like you said championing each other where it's not like a nobody's in competition nobody's like no. everybody's literally like you got this like come on let's go you can do this and it's like the most fulfilling thing you know to watch so yeah if you guys are interested so we have our next one in november and nikki's been through this there's other <laughs> ones as well and it's just been unbelievable and if you want to also feel that um like alignment just that like purpose like internally where you're like dang this is exactly where i'm supposed to be and even though you might be terrified or you might be feel that resistance it's actually okay it means Mm -hmm. that you're headed in the right direction you know and if you want to feel that way and you want to create this beautiful business this nonprofit, something that is gonna allow you to create the life that you love that you desire for your family for your future as well as helping and impacting the people that you want to help and love and impact then go to my um my page and click the link in the bio dreams reality mastermind you'll set up a call with me we'll see if it's in alignment and it'd be so awesome to have you. By the way, this is all for women. So you guys out there, <laughs> feel free to contact me too. Um, but this one specifically is for women. Maybe we'll open to men one day. But um, yeah, so just proud of you. I know that there, it's been a fun journey. And I really believe in you wholeheartedly. And I'm so excited as you impact so many women's lives, like now in your coaching practice, because you do it all the time anyway. It's like those things that, you would do this for free. It's like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, of course I want to help people like with the relationships, like let's meet up for coffee, da, 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 da. And those are also the things too for everybody to look at. It's like, wow, what do I naturally just do for free anyway? And then how do you monetize that and turn that into something where then you can get paid for it? Because usually yeah. our superpowers are not easy to everyone. They would see this as like a job, like something like they would have to work really hard at to make income from, but you naturally do this well and it's because it's part of your story it's part of how you've been able to either overcome or you know uh bring pain to purpose or whatever that is and you now have the opportunity it's actually a really beautiful thing that you can bring in an income for yourself or for your community or for your family however you want to do that and there's all the different ways whether it is a business nonprofit, how you combine all the different ways um but it's all possible so Mm -hmm. Yay! Yes. Thanks so much for being on today. This was fun. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Thanks for doing this with me. Yeah. Any last notes? Uh, I think the only thing was if you want to check out my uh, website, it's NikkiHouseman.com. Little plug Nikki there. <laughs> with my new last name. Crazy. Yes! Her new last name used to be Romani. So now yes. it's Houseman. Now there it's Houseman. Go. It is so funny, even for me. I have. Like, yeah. <laughs> the other day, Romani, and I was like, wait, let's change that. Yeah, it's still very, it's still very weird for me. Yeah. But it's exciting. Love you, girl. Love you, too. Have an amazing day. And, yeah, I'll see you soon. Bye.